Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Delady, so what? Hello, welcome along, it's today's episode, we're recording this at about 5pm, which is when Boris Johnson normally does his address to the nation, and we thought we'd try and knock something out that was a bit more useful, Yeah, possibly entertain. Did you see yesterday's fucking effort from him? I saw bits it of pathetic. it. I just, I just think... He's looking, I don't, listen, I'll tell you now up front, I've said this before, I'm not going to get in, I don't want to slack off Boris Johnson, I don't want to get into all that, but what I do think is that he looks fucking knackered and stressed, which you would be. Well, yeah. Because, I'll I'll be honest, right, this crisis, which is a crisis and I'm not for a moment belittling it, but for me personally, I'm like, how often have, have you wished that the world would stop? Stop turning and you can just get off the madhouse of fucking constant <laughs> pressure and stress and worry and just stay yeah. home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, sort of. But, stay home and, and worry and stress. Well, the the worries and stresses are different. In a way, they verge now on the existential. But the... Jesus. But, you know, in in some ways, in some ways, and this is just personal and I don't... Don't it, it, I'm not prescribing this to anyone else, and I'm not saying this is how you should feel. I'm just being honest. In some ways, oh, hang on, I'll just stop you there. I'm just looking, right. and he's he's just announced that cafes and pubs that are all shut from tonight. Oh, well, that's good news. He shut the pubs. He shut and the pubs. Do you know I what? Shut the pubs. I hope that future generations will use the phrase "shut the pubs." In the way that we go, <laughs> shut the front door or whatever, right? Or shit the bed. I just, and, hope, the, I just hope the pubs come back. That's my fucking worry. And, and people will go, well, um, where does that phrase actually derive from? On whatever the future version mm. of something like QI or radio phoning like, or notes and queries or what have you. They'll have mm-hmm. this thing, which is, where do these popular phrases... This actually dates back... To the coronavirus crisis of 2020, when the Prime Minister of the time, a man by the name of Boris Johnson, took the radical step of closing what were then known as pubs, which were, were rooms for, for public gatherings where alcohol would be consumed by our ancestors. And uh, they were considered almost like churches. And uh, it was considered such a, a radical move that the phrase emerged, shut the pubs. Sadly, the coronavirus crisis lasted for two and a half years and the pubs never reopened. <laughs> Ooh, and that imagine is, that. And, that, and that is why we now have candy floss parlours on every street oh, in the land. Now it's, now it's getting existential, Sam. Hmm. Now it is. Now you. Now that the idea of the pub's shutting. Shit. And you know no, what? I've been up I, the Sainsbury's. Listen, I've just been up the Sainsbury's yeah. half an hour ago. Yeah. All the beer's gone. Yeah. Well, I've... I, I, that's weird because in the the supermarkets that I've been in over the last few days, I've been out today, but in the other days, um, 
I noticed that there was a lot of booze left, and I found that quite mm. interesting. I thought, wow, people aren't stocking up on booze. They're stocking up on the food and leaving it, like maybe saving their money for the food. Mm. I, I don't know. But maybe when people... Got, I think, I mean, listen, I think it's probably a good thing that he shut them all because I don't think we should be going out to those places uh, nope. because it, it's too dangerous to spread the virus and we can defeat the virus by staying in and depriving it of its oxygen. And yeah. but, it, but it's very it's better for the pubs, uh, it's better for the businesses because it means they can claim insurance or they've got a better chance of, play, so. of claiming That's insurance. So. Cinemas as well, gyms, restaurants, theatres... It's all it's all gone. Um, the virus, he said, it starves it starves it of oxygen because it is basically an attention seeking virus. It's isn't a twat. It? That's what it is. Yeah, it's a twat. Like someone and, and on it, Twitter who wants to fucking get a yeah get attention. It's like you know these people, and I call the and I I like to think of of Sir John virus as a person because I find it easier to cope with. But you know, he's just needy and he's toxic. And sometimes, rather than engage with toxic people, you just got to mm. let go. I mean, in life generally, in fact, letting go is a big theme of mine at the moment to get me through this crisis. It's like we've, we've lost a huge amount of control over our lives, right? Yeah. But the struggle mentally will come from you resenting that and trying to, you know, and wishing that you still had the control and trying to keep the control, which you cannot to a large extent so let go control the things you can do you know what I mean mm. and, and let go of the stuff that you can't and that means you've got to stay in stay in try to enjoy it try to enjoy the fact that the, the stresses of the ordinary working day have gone right there is simplify your life for a while it might we might actually get something good out of it and and, mm-hmm. belie- and believe me listeners I'm not trying to say hey come on man it's actually a good thing because I know it's really tough for a lot of people all of us we're going to have our ups and downs I, you know I've had a couple of moments where I've wobbled. Uh, on the whole, I've been managing to stay quite quite positive, but I don't I don't doubt that there will come a time where I will really probably hit hit a bit of a, a miserable point during all of this, right? But for now, we're like, still only a week in. We're only yeah. a, we're only a week in, Fucking and I, I don't know how I'm going to react or anyone else. But I do think I think you know it's quite good. Although I, although it's you know we're all it, it's fine to accept that we're all going to feel down at times and we're all going to feel upset or miserable or lonely or or whatever or scared. Also, try to be strong as well. I don't mean that in a macho come on man up sort of way. I just sort of mean you know you got to <clears> think <throat> yeah it's going to be tough, um, hmm. but we've got to know that it's just a virus. There's not bombs dropping on us. We will we we can we're do you're doing good just by being indoors. And doing nothing—that's the way that mm-hmm. that—that's the thing that's going to help everyone, not just you, help the whole of society. And try to embrace it. Do you know what I mean? Try to em- embrace it. That's because yeah. that's all, all you yeah. can do. It's all you can do. Learn from it. You can learn and, and grow. I think we could all do with simpler lives. Just generally speaking, I think life is too complicated. I mean, you said that. Mm. You—you've almost encouraged me thinking that way over the last couple of years because you often I'm point kind that of out. Sage, really, yeah. You are, but you—you you know, you've often said life's too complicated and it doesn't need to be. And I think that's right. I think keeping life simple is one of the secrets to, to yeah. being happier. And I think now we're, we're almost going to be. Fo- like I was watching. Do you ever watch Better Call Saul? I haven't got it. I watched the first three episodes and I need to get back to it because everyone knows. Well, I'm a really big brilliant. fan, and I've been watching this week, and I won't. Do it. I'll try not to do any spoilers, but 
there is a bit in it where we were watching this week and, and one of the characters finds himself sort of secluded in a remote village miles from home. And he's right. sort of, you get the impression he's kind of being held captive. He, he's not, it's not that visible, but he realises that he, he can't really leave. And for the first few days, he's very angry and almost becomes aggressive because obviously, like, like anyone, you think, I can't, I, I won't be caged. I'm, you know, this is, this is not right. But in the end, when he realises he doesn't have a choice, he lets go. And he's living in this very simple place in Mexico. It's almost like somewhere, it's almost like from olden times, like desert sort of like right. Hamlet. And he's and he's there and he and slowly you see him sort of relax into, you know, just just accept what he's in, the situation he's in and start living this more simple life, even down to like he's eating simple food because the food is rationed. And he's got a simple routine that's sort of productive but relaxed. Mm. And 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 I was sitting there, and I wasn't thinking about the situation we're in, but I did say to my missus while we were watching, I was going, oh, it looks quite nice there, doesn't it? It's quite nice. It's like, <laughs> it's like being on a holiday. If you think about it, a lot of people go on holiday and they, like, um, rent a villa and they get quite mm. into the idea of living this life where they don't have all the stuff they have at home. And they, mm. you're in some remote place in the countryside. Do you know what I mean? And I mean, yeah. not not where you've rented because you've got one with a full games room and everything. So that's like the opposite. Well, but, I'm not going to get to that. Yeah, you're probably not going to get to it now. Start, man. Thanks for reminding us. Yeah. I mean, I was excited <sighs> for you about that trip. When was it scheduled for? Uh, end of August. Well, you never, you never know. know. You never know. You never know. Never something to live for, isn't yeah. it? Um, I think any, anywhere where you're in a situation where you find yourself not looking at what time it is, that's ideal. That's, that's living all right, have. isn't it? That's living all right. Mm. Speaking of which, mm. we have just bossed the internet today. Yeah, with our our video that we did as a response to that uh, imagine travesty that Hollywood <laughs> spewed out yesterday. <laughs> we decided. Did one of the cunts suggest it? Where did it? I think I've got a feeling uh, no, someone I, might have suggested what, it. I, I tweeted as a joke. I saw it and I tweeted as a joke. Me and Andy are going to do this as right. Oh, that's it living all right. Someone else had done. No, I I did it, but I did, right, I, but I didn't say. Oh, I didn't think we were really going to do it. In fact, what I thought was, <clears> as I tweeted it, I thought this will annoy Andy because he'll think, "Oh no, this sounds like a fucking f- pain in the ass," right? But I, so I didn't mean it. But then, yeah. but then a few people said, "Yeah, you should do it." And then actually, Paul Hawksby, our old mate from Talksport, tweeted mm. and said, "If you're looking for volunteers, I'll do the working in the sun, drinking schnapps, having fun." Yeah, which it was I, his fault, then, I, wasn't it? I have to say, is always my favourite line to sing when we sing it at the live shows. That's always my favourite bit too. But mm. when he said that, I kind of thought, "Ah, oh, hmm, maybe we should." And then this should be easy to do. They're going to be lining up to sing for us. And that, actually, we and did get a good re- we did get a good response. I mean, if you we think did. we got all those people together in less than twenty four hours, I think. Yeah, like it's like bandied, really, isn't it? Very much so for the twenty twenty. Very much so. But, uh, yeah, and, and I if think you've I, seen it. I it's think, on our Twitter. Yeah, it's on our Twitter. Um, it's on our Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a bit of fun. Try to lift the mood of the nation a bit. Also, there's a link there to the Trussell Trust food banks. Yeah. So we've put if that you've enjoyed the video, why not chuck a couple of quid into the the Trussell Trust because a lot of people are going to need a lot of help before this is all Fuck over. Fuck yeah. So um, you know if we if we've amused you at all, then you know. Chuck a or even if, of quid we in even if we haven't, even if we haven't, even if we haven't, yeah, exactly. 
Do it out of spite. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but that doesn't mean no, that the food well, banks some, don't need money. Some people have already taken to Twitter to tell us it's not their cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. This um, is not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> and I am furious about it. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to say, just, I don't engage with just, the haters. Uh, yeah, go on. We've just been quote tweeted by Twitter Marketing UK. Oh, yeah. The official Twitter's marketing account mm. with 221,000 followers. So that's nice. Oh, so and they, says they the search, tweeted us. It, it says the search for global anthems during this time has not gone unnoticed. There have been several efforts. We like this one. Oh, that's great. That's nice. Thank you, Twitter marketing. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, it's good. And, well, and, it? and to the haters, let's not get too much into haters, but to the haters, um, there was one hater who said, these two shouting, yelling cunt and laughing. And then everyone piled in on him. And I had a couple of digs at him too. Um, but now he's getting quite a lot of shit, which I think should stop. Cause I, but then I sort of thought, I reread his original tweet. And although I thought, why would you say that out loud to us and not expect a reaction? I did think, well, it's two blokes yelling cunt and then laughing. Psh, fair enough. I mean... <laughs> That is what it is to a large extent. So we can't really get too much on his back. It's not our fault that it's proved reasonably popular. Who'd have knew? Um, But, you know, I mean, I don't care what anyone says about me. You can say whatever you want about me on Twitter. But then when you, like, at me in or at us in and we get to see it, it's like you're shouting it through our letterbox. So you're going to get some back. You're going to get it back. We're not the sort of lads who are going to go, oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) You're entitled to your opinions. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, you know, I, I don't name search. I've never searched my own name oh, on there. Oh, no, Fuck that would be what, awful. What gets, what gets said about me on there. But um, sorry, when you're shouting through our letterbox in our faces, then um, you're gonna get we're going to get our cocks out and piss back through that letterbox. <laughs> All over your face, eyes. mate. Um, yeah. so. Do you ever think... When, yeah, we, obviously, we, we contacted some celebrities... Uh, to take part in our video and that was great but what's amazing about this crisis is that any usual crisis war pestilence etc etc natural disaster (laughs) right you think most people are sort of protected from it do you know what i mean people in Mm. their ivory towers in their compounds right Mm. and this is the first thing ever in the history of the world i think that no one's safe and everyone's it had their life affected right and so it's a crisis for everyone yeah so what that that. what that makes me think is this what do you reckon jk out jamiroquai is doing right now how do you think he's responded Mm. i've been thinking about that almost non-stop because you think even jamiroquai with all his money and resource i mean i imagine he lives in a huge compound not unlike the one bin laden um, was living in before he got captured, right? And you sort of think, even Jamiroquai is going to be on lockdown. Even Jamiroquai yeah. is going to yeah. be worrying about food supplies. Even Jamiroquai is going to be like, oh, have we got enough? Have we, have we got enough um, paracetamol? Have we got enough? Yeah. What? How much? What? They're charging yeah. £5 for one strip. That's outrageous, bloody pharmacists. The, 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 the one man who you would expect to be, let's just say, a social gadfly who can come and go as he pleases, wherever he wants, whenever he wants. He's got a free pass big, to the to the earth. Fucking big Indian headdress on. Yeah. Yeah. But even he is confined. There's been some, hang on, there's some mad shit dancing. being announced here. 
So oh, yeah. there's some mad shit being announced by yeah. uh, the Chancellor. Mm. Uh, it looks like VAT and self-employment uh, taxes have been deferred for a year. Fucking hell. That's us, mate. Oh, yeah. I haven't got the full details. I'm just looking at tweets. that are, Everyone's just tweeting mad shit. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we'll have a proper look I mean, well, listen, we're, we're not economists, right? So we're not going to start analysing the wisdom of the Chancellor, uh, whose name is Rashi Sumak or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Right. He's this week's Chancellor, yeah. He, we're not going to start analysing that because we're not qualified to do so. But I do worry because on the one hand, it's like, great, thanks for the tax holiday. But on the other hand, you think, this doesn't add up. You're giving loads of money to everyone because you have to. Yeah. And at the same time, you're saying that the income is the tax, the mm. outgoings. So they're going to fucking massively increase the outgoings whilst cutting off the incoming. You've got to hand it to them. I mean, not even Jeremy Corbyn ever pitched that idea. I, 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 mean, I thought there was no magic money tree. They kept telling us, yeah, but apparently there is. Jalapeño. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. Here's the here is VAT suspended for the next quarter. Nothing due until June, and you've got till the end of the year to repay. So hang on. Quarter. So all right. So it's just deferred. So you got to watch that. And self-assessment for self-employed people deferred till 2021. Yeah. Well, fine, but they're gonna want it. No, oh, they want it eventually. Yeah. All right. Okay. But, you know. Well, listen. Still- we'll speak to our respective accountants off air <laughs> about this. But um, so I, I don't know. Um, results bot. He he's got. I've got a strong feeling that results bot. Who for some reason. Uh, I'm not saying I blame you for this, Andy. But I can't believe that when we first set up Top Flight Time Machine as a limited mm. company, you agreed with him when I think I was on holiday to give him. A third of our of the shares. Well, yeah, I thought it was only fair. And now yeah. he is funneling all that money. He does fuck all on any of the money making sort of schemes that we dream up. He gets it and he's funneling it offshore, so he's not paying mm. fucking tax anyway. Because apparently he's got some set up in fucking Switzerland. Is that for our thir- our two thirds as well, or just his? No, just his. He takes his oh, lot. He's up. got his own shell company, like a limited company, but it's registered in Switzerland. And I've seen the money from our account go straight up yeah. there. A third of it every time. Thirty three percent. He's got some sort of robot pipe. So he, although robot although pipe. he's a dick and he lives this sort of silly lifestyle, I tell you what, he don't fucking miss it. He, he does not miss a yeah. fucking penny. There's me and you. I'm wasting it all on Instagram purchases. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're spending yours mm-hmm. up the Asda, and he just don't drink he as doesn't, usual. He, yeah. he doesn't spend a fucking penny of his, mate. He knows where every last one. penny is. Here's another one. Government to pay 80% of wages for employees who aren't working for <laughs> two and a half thousand a month. Fucking hell. We've gone communist. <laughs> They've gone mad. <laughs> We've become... The Tories have become pubs, communists. 
We are shutting the pubs. <laughs> we are shutting the pubs. And we are paying for all of you. Fucking hell. This is mad. I think I think that our video this afternoon has triggered this. I think so. It's, it's lifted the mood of the nation so much that um, whatever his name is, Rishi Sunak, mm. has, uh, has gone fucking nuts. Do you know what? I like this Rishi Sunak, right? And, oh, fella, yeah. and I keep thinking of Sajiv Javid, and I think, I mean, when I'm not thinking about Jamiroquai, I'm thinking about Sajiv Javid, right? And I'm thinking, mm. what's he thinking now? Because he quit uh, as Chancellor not that long ago, and he was. He, yeah. This could have. This would be a big moment for him. Do you know what I mean? He'd, mm. he'd be like, this could have been. I bet he's livid. Because he, he, he's very ambitious. I could always see the ambition in his eyes. That. And he's like thinking, this could have been my fucking moment. And now that fucker, who was my deputy, mm. that pipsqueak, that fucking lick spittle, Rajesh, or whatever his fucking. I never even knew his name. <laughs> right? I just called him. Bo- I just called him boy. Right? Now he. <laughs> now he's in my fucking. Where I should be, in my office. Throwing round money like fucking confetti. Everyone's mm. calling him Father Fucking Christmas, right? He's the most <laughs> he's the most popular chancellor in the history of the treasury. <laughs> I, I had all this written down in my notebook, which I left in my desk when I left. I had that idea. I had that idea. They well, fucking good luck, mate. No one's going to believe that. And um, yeah, Sajid Javid, he'll be dancing around it. He'll be like J.K. Mm. It looks like there's lots of people still pissed off. Freelancers aren't getting anything. And there's people who are, who are freelancers, you know, that we know, mm. who have just lost work mm. overnight. Left, right and centre. It doesn't look like there's anything coming to them in terms of payouts. Well, we'll see. I mean, listen. We'll see. Pe- it's it's people been drip fed, isn't it? The, the one thing that I've noticed is so much people having a go on. So, so yeah, everyone's channeling their anger or their frustration or their anxiety in different ways. And some people are channeling it into really almost forensically critiquing everything the government are doing at the moment, right? But, yeah. but what a lot of people, I think, are, are missing is that everything in every other country too is happening in stages. It's being managed in stages. So two days ago, people were going fucking ape shit. Like, why won't they close the pubs? To which I couldn't yeah. help but think when I saw it, listen, mate, if you think that you should... Well, well, no one's telling us what to do. Well, how about you fucking make your own mind up? How about mm. if you... Why don't you think, should I go to the pub or not, right? And make your own fucking mind up. You're a grown-up. You're not a baby, right? If someone's going, well, I want to go to the pub, but the government won't tell me whether it's safe, so I don't know whether to go to the pub. Well, there's a fucking killer virus on the loose, and it can be picked up off other humans and off surfaces where other humans have been hanging about. Really easily. (laughs) Do either of those things exist in pubs? Yeah, they do. In abundance. So... Make your own fucking mind up. Ah, Boris Johnson won't tell me what to do. He's an idiot. He's a terrible <laughs> prime minister because he won't tell me whether I'm allowed to go to the theatre or not. <sighs> fucking don't go to the theatre. Wait. Go to the theatre in the fucking autumn. Right? By that stage... Tell you. By that stage, the way things are going, you'll be fucking minted because you won't have been paying any tax or VAT for a few months. You'll be staying in, not spending any fucking money, living off chickpeas. By the time they let us off the leash in fucking September, whoa, boom time, mate. Mm. The- I'll be going to the theatre every fucking night of the week, mate. Don't worry about that. Matinees I'll too. I'll fucking matinees, yeah, exactly. Yeah, previews, the lot. Fucking everything. I'll get a theatre my bollocks off come autumn. <laughs> I'll have seen everything. so fucking cultured. Yeah. 
Um, so We're yeah, be like John Mills at the end of Ice Cold in Alex with yeah. his pint of lager. We'll be like that, but <laughs> taking in fucking amateur dramatics. Oh, I've some of that fucking Chekhov, the seagull. I'm just looking. Can't fucking I'm wait. See if anything else has been announced, but I don't think it has. So there we are. Well, it's been a big day for everyone. We're living in crazy times, but like I say, all I can say is let go a little bit, let it go, mm. as they say in Frozen. Yeah. Uh, roll with it, as Oasis as said on Oasis. on Oasis. Yeah. Stop the world. I'm getting off, as the Stone Roses once also said. Oasis. No, Stone Roses, but <laughs> you know, that? same difference. Oh, yeah. it was stop the clocks, wasn't it? Oh, Oasis. Yeah. Stop the yeah. stop my clocks, and they also did the classic That's Jimmy Savile. Stop. Yeah, but I mean, they're similar voices. Stop oh, crying. Stop crying your cocks off. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do that for our next video. We'll get some celebrities to do Jimmy Savile impersonations of Oasis. Yeah. And get them to sing Stop Crying In- Your Cocks Including off. Liam. Be less popular. Including Liam, yeah. who you might have noticed I approached via Twitter to take Did part. You? Yeah. I, I yeah. went and said, mate, will you do this? And I thought, there's a million to one chance, but there is a chance that if yeah. he's bored, he might just do it. But maybe next time. You might have got Noel to do it. Did you not interview Noel a few months ago? Have you not still got I his number? I, no, I did. I have got his contact details, but I just thought, do you know what? Noel is not going to do it. At one point, I will have to call in a favour from Noel. I don't know what that favour yeah. will be, when it will be. Right. I'm like the Godfather yeah, like that. Happens. When I interview celebrities, I'm very much like that scene in The Godfather. One day, <laughs> one day I will come to you. I don't know when. And I will ask you to do something for me, Noel Gallagher. <laughs> and... When I ask you to do that thing for me, you shall do it without complaint or question. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is fucking weird. I thought you were just here to interview me for the big issue. <laughs> I have done a... Why are you talking like you're better than I am? What's going I have, on? I have done an interview with you, No Galica, and it is a very good interview. But there is a price will, you must pay for this. It will, it will bring you lots of publicity and many riches. <laughs> but there is a you price. There is a price you must pay to me, Sam Delaney, personally. <laughs> what that price shall be and when it shall be payable is a mystery. <laughs> I do not know, and nor do you. But one day you shall pay it, right? And so that's the way it works. And I thought, nah, now's not the time because this doesn't feel like a Noel project. It felt like a Liam no. project, didn't no, it? We've got to choose our moments, haven't we? Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. So in summation, uh, everyone's getting free money. Yeah. Uh, we've we've gone viral with a video which includes Sean Ryder, Lloyd Cole, Kelly Kates, uh, Anita Rani, and many, many more, and Sir, uh, Sir John Game of Thrones, um, and. It's the weekend, we, but we're not allowed to go out. We can't have favourites because we're so grateful to all of the people who took part and spared the time to, to take part in mm-hmm. that video. Of course we are. And so we, we will never have a favourite, but, but... Do I, you have a favourite? No, it's not. I'm not saying this is my favourite, but I'm saying the moment... Because we both recruited different people, right? So I suppose yeah. some of the ones that I recruited, in some ways, I was excited, but they're people who I know, so it was less of a novelty. But I have to say... You recruited Lloyd Cole out of Lloyd Cole and the Commotions. And when Lloyd Cole sung his line, right, (laughs) but in the style of Lloyd Cole. Yes. I was so thrilled by that. (laughs) I was so thrilled by that because to me it's a novelty because I've always loved Lloyd Cole and the Commotions. But I don't know him, you know him. And it was the way that he sang it like it was a song from 
Rattlesnakes, his classic 1980s yeah. album. He did. He made no concession to this being a Joe Pagan <laughs> song. He, I mean, I can't do an adequate Lloyd Cole impression, but he has a particularly distinctive vocal style, yeah. doesn't he? And I think the line, it's the line he, he sings and blow it all on Saturday night. It's you kiss the dames, but you don't ask their names. And uh, he specifically asked to sing that line as well. Did really? Well, know. that's interesting. He did. Yeah. And he kissed the dames and it's Alvina Zane. That's living all right. <laughs> and that sounds a bit like Bowie, but he does actually have a slight Bowie style. But, but the thing about it is as well, what's fascinating is that in 1983, was that when this song was in the charts? That's living all right. Uh, or was it 1984? Been, yeah. yeah. That is around about the time I believe Lloyd Cole and the Commotions were first coming to prominence, right? It was a little bit before, but a year before. But okay. About then, yeah. So Lloyd Cole was up in Scotland scribbling away with, on his lyrics, right? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And what he was very known for, I think, was being a particularly talented and literary uh, lyricist, right? Yes. Lots of very sophisticated literary and philosophical allusions in there and references, references right? References and stuff, yeah. Mm. And also very kind of stylish, chic sophisticated and urbane that's his style i would say in most ways he would have been regarded as the antithesis of joe fagan joe fagan right mm, probably, I, th- I think yeah. so and so what was really fascinating that's what most people i don't know if he would have seen himself that way but that's how most people have seen it so lloyd cole choosing to do this and being very specific about what line he wanted to do yep that's fa- that's fascinating to me, mate. It is. So I think we both agree there that even though we haven't got a favourite bit, <laughs> call us our no, favourite no. bit. They were all brilliant in different ways. I don't want to go through every one, but obviously that one was a novelty to me. I found that one the most fascinating. <laughs> the others I love all in different ways. Some of them are just so joyous or unusual, but that I found fascinating. Yeah. And, and, well, and effectively, we've done a deep dive into that one line. <laughs> yeah, we have. So go and have a listen to it. It's on our Twitter at TF Time Machine. It's on our Instagram, which is Top Flight Time. And chuck some money into the Trussell Trust because everyone's just been given some free money, I think. I'm not totally sure. But um, yeah, enjoy it. And enjoy your weekend. And, you we know, might be back over we're the weekend. While still in the novelty stage. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll do something over yeah. the weekend, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's still, we're still in the novelty stage of all this, try and enjoy it if you can. And as well, what I would say is, talking about mindfulness and all that sort of thing, Get outdoors and have a walk around because spring's coming and the sun's going to be shining. And, and as long as you're safe oh. and you're not spraying people's faces, spittle, then, you know, get out and have I, a wander I went, around. I went for a beautiful run by the river this morning, mate, Did and you? I absolutely yeah. loved it. It felt so good to be outdoors. And there's quite a few people. And just a quick one. While I was on my run, I saw Raggy Omar. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Too late to ask him to be in the video, though. I thought about it because it was just before we released it. <laughs> But I can never say his name without thinking of the way that Scooby-Doo says the word shaggy. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he was, you know, that was nice. Um, if you're 70, I don't think, if you're 70 or over, should you go outside at all? You can. St- I, I think you can still go out, but as long as you're very careful my, and you go somewhere. My mum said she wants to go for be... a walk, but I'm a bit worried. But you reckon it's all right? I think as long as you take all the precautions and you're incredibly careful and you don't touch anything and you don't go within two metres of anyone, I don't see why not. I know that the, the National Trust have um, made it all free. Up everything for free. 
yeah. especially places with lots of outdoor areas. So do you, go along do you and do feel that. that this country, which I already rated, I mean, we're both cynical about the country uh, on this podcast, and so many of us are for different reasons. That's just the way it goes. But I've always secretly thought that this is the best country in the world. That's what I've actually thought. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologise if you don't agree, but I've always thought that. I remember when Tony Blair did a speech when he stepped down as Prime Minister in 1997. Mm. And he gave this speech up at his constituency, up at your, your way, wasn't it? Up in the northeast. Yeah. And he said, where he gave the speech, one of the things he said was, which I found hilarious at the time because it sounded like something mad that a school child would say. He went, it has been an honour to lead this country. A country which, if I'm honest, I think we all know is the best country in the world. <laughs> I found that so <laughs> such a funny thing for him to say. You're forget about that. It, it sounded like a mad playground boast. Like, yeah, yeah. This country is actually the best country in the world, so fuck off, everyone Especially else. Especially now I've been in charge of it yeah. for 10 years. But I did, I laughed, and now I thought, actually, for various reasons I won't go into now, but might do in the future, I do think it's the best country in the world. But I think it's just got better because, yeah, the virus is awful, but the whole world's dealing with that. But we're the cunts with free money and Mm. free national trust. And there's nothing you and I like more than a day trip to a national trust site. With some free money in our pockets, with some water around money. Fucking precisely, mate. Well, uh, I don't know how we get from this to Brexit, but... Do you know what I mean? We thought things were going to Strange shit. Times. I think they're just about. I think it's just about to become a fucking Xanadu. Anyway, stay safe. One more thing. One more thing. I was going to mention uh, a nice uh, a tip for everyone. If you've got Sky Sports, mm. you can pause your Sky Sports subscription, and you won't get charged. Go online, do it on your account, but you still get the channels. By the looks of it, bloody hell! The way in which people are pulling together is amazing. What next? Free blowjobs. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> See you, friend. See you, everyone.